And it's time for our weekly check on your health and wellness with our good friend and wellness expert. You can find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And on your radio right now, here is Laura DeSanctis. Laura, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Josh. All right, we're going to talk about burnout to begin uh, this week, and in particular, burnout from the uh, quote-unquote hustle. And maybe we should start by uh, talking about that, because I think that term is bantied about quite a bit uh, these days, that uh, everybody's got uh, a bit of a hustle going on. What what do we mean by the hustle culture? I feel like it's always that people always have something on the go. I mean, they have their full-time job, they have a side hustle, which eventually they want to make money from, or there's a hobby that they want to make money from. But how I interpret this hustle is that you're always on the go, you're ready to go, you always have work, you have so many things happening at the same time. And people are burning out. So you're kind of hearing like two sides of the story now where some people are glorifying this hustle culture where you see um, a lot of people that are prominent, um, I guess, business public figures coming out saying it's hustle hard, that's a hustle culture, that's how you make money. And then you have an opposite view where you have especially a lot of like uh, personalities in the health and wellness space saying that's actually not sustainable and people are burning out. And we see this uh, time and time again. All right. Where do you fall when it comes to this, uh, Laura? And, uh, you know, is it like most things in life? Do you just have to sort of find uh, a balance? I would love to say that you could find a balance, but I don't really think that's the reality for a lot of people anymore. I think, you know, with the demands of work, um, family, trying to have some me time, it's really hard. Even for me, sometimes I find as an entrepreneur, it's it's hard to uh, have that good balance without feeling like anxious or without feeling like FOMO or um, feeling that I can actually disconnect and that I'm okay by disconnecting. Yeah, do you think a lot of this is uh, here between your ears? It's uh, mental and uh, your mental health. Uh, you mentioned FOMO, the fear of missing out, that if I'm not always working, if I'm not always, quote-unquote, uh, on the hustle, I'm missing out and somebody's mm-hmm. uh, getting a step ahead of me? Yeah, I see it all the time. I think it definitely affects your mental health, your physical and your emotional. I mean, a lot of people that I meet, especially that are entrepreneurs, are saying to me, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat three times a day. I don't have time. I don't have time. So they're constantly in this lack mentality because they have only one kind of goal in mind. And and that's great to have goals, but at what expense? I mean, even the World Health Organization officially defined burnout. So it is a syndrome and it's resulting in chronic like workplace and chronic stress. So we need to figure out a different way to successfully manage it. And I think everyone has a different way of managing uh, stress and burnout, but it's really at the end of the day, it's it's your health that's going to be on the line if you don't take care of it. Yeah. So how can we effectively manage that if we've got a side hustle or we feel like we've always got to be out there and stay a a step ahead? uh, Do we need Mm -hmm. to put sort of strict limits on our time and make sure that we're carving out a quote-unquote me time? For sure. I think like a few things to identify, especially when it comes to workplace stress, is there's three major symptoms. So if you're always feeling that your energy depleted or exhausted, that is a clear cut sign that, hey, you may need to test. Uh, take a step back. Um, and I think increased mental distance or if you're um, you're always cynical about your job or going into work or the things that you're doing and you're not feeling happy, that's a huge symptom as well. And then if you don't feel you're effective in your role. So I think that some of the things that people need to do, and Jeff, you know, this is like one mind non-negotiable, and I've said this over and over and over again, which I love and which I find it's, it's one of the easiest things to do. Um, in terms of getting enough sleep, so making sure you have at least seven to nine hours of sleep and uninterrupted sleep, I think that is something that we often overlook, and that actually helps uh, combat burnout. Absolutely. Eating, 
right? And I think also is eating the right type of foods and how do you know if you're eating the right or wrong foods? The best thing to do is do uh, elimination diet for food sensitivities and food allergies. Wheat and dairy specifically can really affect the way uh, we feel, the way we think, the way we move, as well as reducing caffeine because it can burn out our adrenal glands. And caffeine is a stimulant as well as sugar and sugar also imbalances uh, our body. So those are some of the easiest things I can I like to tell people. And then one of the uh, in terms of supplements, vitamin B. A vitamin B complex really supports our adrenals. Um, and vitamin B1, vitamin B5, and you can actually get that from food. And I think for anyone that's heard me speak before, I always like to attack things from food first instead of supplements. So sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, and then foods that are rich um, in potassium and magnesium, especially your leafy greens. So those are all I think low hanging fruit and ways that you can actually avoid burnout and chronic fatigue and naturally. Yeah, just one last point about this when it comes to side hustles and burnout. Uh, do you have to have an honest conversation with yourself, do you think, Laura, and just take inventory of yourself and your feelings and how you're feeling? Because I think for some people, that yeah. side hustle, as you mentioned off the top, can be your true passion in life, and it's something that can, I don't know, uh, invigorate you as much uh, as it could deplete you. Of course, of course. So I always like to tell people, like, if we're working hard for something we don't like, it's called stress. But if we're working hard for something we love, it's called passion. So where do you draw that line? And is it really fueling you? So there's nothing wrong with a side hustle, for sure. But at at what expense? Here with a holistic nutritionist and digestive health coach, wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Uh, Laura, we also wanted to talk to you this week about stress and its impact on your gut health, because I think there's a lot of people, in particularly uh, this week with uh, COVID-19, the uh, coronavirus, all over the news. People are talking about it. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress about it. And when you're stressing out, stressing out about something like that, what sort of impact does that have uh, on your gut health? Yeah, for sure. And I think those are all great questions. Um, So when we talk about stress, it's really called your sympathetic nervous system or fight or flight. That's the easiest way to remember it. Um, And so when you're in a stressful state and or when you're in fight or flight, your body goes on like hyper awareness, hyper alert. So what happens is you make a lot of cortisol. Your body makes cortisol and it breaks down cortisol. Uh, Usually what happens is there's too much cortisol in the body. And that's where we, when we become in a fight or flight mode. And what happens is from a digestive perspective, it actually slows down digestion. Um, you also usually, if you're stressed out, you'll find that you, you don't get enough sleep. Um, your blood pressure could rise and your heart rate would rise. So all of these systems will affect our body. But when it comes to the brain gut connection, like um, you may have heard this term, Jeff, and I think even for our listeners that our, our gut is our second brain. And that's because we have so many microorganisms in the gut, and they dictate a big part of how our body responds to things. So you may feel like, um, you know, when you're in an environment and you don't feel safe, you may feel like your gut's going to start to turn a little bit, and it's kind of protecting you from something that could be, um, that you could be encountering. The easiest way to explain it would be like if we looked at, you know, if a lion was chasing us. So we're not thinking about uh, eating, we're not thinking about sleeping, we're thinking about how are we going to protect ourselves in this type of environment. So when we talk about the brain-gut connection and how to uh, combat stress in our lives, again, it goes back to even what we were first talking about, about the hustle and always being on. It's that um, how to protect yourself from things that are happening in and around you. And I think a lot of people often overlook that. But our gut really controls a lot of um, the way we think, the way we move, the way we feel, especially the vagus nerve. And just to make it in really simple terms, we do have so many nerve endings um, that run from our brain to our gut especially the vagus nerve. So when you hear about this brain-gut connection, the vagus nerve especially controls 
all our organ functions, and it's linked right right directly from our neck to our colon. That so is that, really, really interesting. I'd never heard that, and it's uh, really eye-opening when you call the gut kind of your second brain, and I guess that's why they say in the old adage is trust your gut. Yeah, of course, and I mean, that's the my business name is going with your gut. So it really does protect you. But at the same time, when we talk about the brain gut connection, you talk about um, how you think, how you move, how you feel when you're getting heartburn, when you're getting reflux, when you're getting indigestion, a lot of that is caused because of the stressors around you. All right. Just uh, quickly, uh, if you are feeling that, if you're feeling stressed and you're having some uh, gut issues, uh, what's the best way to uh, combat that? The best way to combat that is a combination. I, it's, I always like to uh, look at things about cleaning your diet, uh, literally looking what's on your plate in terms of your food, and then what's on your plate in terms of the stress levels in your life. And then as well, checking to see if your adrenals are balanced and your thyroid, and then trying ways to reduce cortisol. Uh, cortisol is good uh, for certain things, but at the same time, when we're always in fight or flight, what are natural ways that we can reduce cortisol? Meditation is one of them. Again, exercise can definitely help, and it's a de-stressor, as well as uh, mindfulness, eating mindfully, and even journaling. So very natural, calming ways, but also making a commitment to yourself to make sure, you know, what are your non-negotiables and what are the things that you're going to do for yourself every day? All right. Great advice, as always, from our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Laura, appreciate it, as always. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. There goes Laura DeSanctis. You can follow her on Instagram at GoWithYourGut.